Hunt, hunt, hunt. All Packers, all the time. Matt LaFleur has to do more to make it better for him. That said, he did, uh, Jordan Love did not play well enough last night. And that's what happens with first-year starters. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically them. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wildey on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. Also sponsored by Century Foods. Win two tickets to see Green Bay host Kansas City on Sunday, December 3rd. Compliments of Century Foods. Find the weekly code on Century's Facebook or Instagram and enter to win. If you're somebody who typically watches our YouTube feed, uh, that's down right now. We are aware Josh is rebooting the system. Hopefully that uh, kind of alleviates whatever issues we were having with it. So, like Mike from Brookfield just realized he could listen to us on Alexa. So there are other ways that you can listen to the show, traditionally, non-traditionally. Hopefully we'll have the YouTube feed back up, and then you can see Chewy's smiling face. Friday. Very shortly. Yeah, you love Fridays. Love Fridays. It's a dude Friday. Oh, yeah. As we welcome in our friend, we welcome in our teammate. We welcome in our dude, Jason Wildey. Good morning, Jason. Your Packers dude. Yes, uh, the ESPN app. Your Alexa smart speaker, ESPNWisconsin.com. Wisconsin On Demand. WisconsinOnDemand.com. The Wisconsin On Demand app. There's so many ways. Or just if for some reason. Yeah. Your your, your YouTube feed. Oh, or you could just turn on your radio. Yeah, 94.5 ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> What's a radio? Yeah. What's a phone booth? <laughs> Jason, talk to me about injuries. Who's playing? Who's not? Who's hurt? Jair kind of like what? What? I don't understand. All right, didn't you have you had back problems? I know, right? but is there an MR? Did they take an MRI? They don't. I hate this covert because then you just got to guess. To me, yeah, no. I mean spasms so go away. Was, yeah. So 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 uh, the problem here, in my opinion, is that and and Rob Domofsky, to his credit, our good buddy Rob. Uh, tried to just get a straight answer from Matt LaFleur, and he got a and, – and this is always a sign that, hmm, this doesn't sound on the up and up, uh, possibly, is that when Rob asked, you know, do you know, do you guys know exactly what's going on with Jair's back? LaFleur's answer was evasive, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a back expert, nor do I want to become one, or whatever the hell he said so here's here's my here's my issue, and then let me be extremely clear. If Matt Lafleur answers the question more directly by saying, you know, he's been dealing with back spasms, or you know, we think there might be some sort of disc issue, but we've done some scans and we're not we're still not sure. He just has pain then I I don't ask this question, okay? But, again, if you are evasive in your answers, one of the the possibilities is you just don't want to tell anyone, Mm -hmm. right? But another possibility is you're not so sure exactly what's going on either, and, you know, I'm not saying that this is like having whiplash from a car accident, but it's a little dicey to be able to, you know, I, I don't know, it just hurts, right? Oh, my back. Because if you remember a couple of years ago when 
And, and Jair has no reason to be unhappy. I don't have any indication he is happy. I've talked to him, you know, without actually interviewing him in the locker room multiple times in the last couple of weeks, but he has not talked on the record. Um, but, like, when a guy, when it's so mysterious, then you start to think the worst. And for me, when Zadarius Smith was unhappy, he – in my opinion, seemed to invent a back injury out of thin air, mm-hmm. right, a couple of years ago in camp. And so what I'm saying, I'm not saying that Jair is faking this injury. Let me, again, be very, yeah. very clear. My, my problem is if you don't get answers like what the hell is going on with Jair's back and Jair doesn't talk and the floor is evasive, you leave open the scrutiny of, Maybe something's not quite right here. Well, and so that's that, my issue. That's what we did with David Bakhtiari earlier this year, Jason. Like we right, just went exactly. through this. Like we've already been through this. That if they would have just been forthright from the beginning, we wouldn't have had the questions about oh, is he not playing because of turf? Or you know, there's so right. many other questions, and it turns out obviously to be a serious issue. Where Bakhtiari ended up having now two knee surgeries to try to continue to clean up whatever is going on in that knee. Well, well my ex- but it, but it just leaves the door open for any sort of my, criticism. my experience with my back is this. Okay, I had Jason, as you well know, I had a bad back when I played. Always had to put the ice hot stuff on it to get it loose and and so be it. So after I was done playing, Jason, I got a little beefy and my back was still killing me. So then I went in and got the epidural, which a lot of people do, Mm -hmm. older people do. It's not very evasive. It's good and it's money in the bank. It felt great for for six years. I'm just saying, man, you're getting paid millions of dollars, right? If it's spasms, it's one thing. And I've had spasms or debilitating, but they go away after you hydrate and you take medication. They don't linger like this, so I would say they're not spasms, Jason. But, I mean, dude, go get the epidural. Yeah, again, I'm hoping, you know, we'll we'll be over there again today, and, and when he does talk, it is on Friday. By the way... After you got done playing, I got a little beefy, too. Um, <laughs> but I don't think those are related. Um, but, but here, you know, I, I'm hoping he'll talk today. I really am. And, frankly, you know, I, I've got a really good working relationship with him. And I am going to say, hey, look, you know, if he comes through, look, can you just give us five minutes? I, I really do think that you talking about what's going on would be beneficial to everyone involved. Uh, and I think he respects me enough to understand why I would say that. So I, I'm hoping that I don't have to. I'm hoping he just, you know, as he as he always does, comes over to this table that's nearby his locker and sits down and, and talks for a while. And I'm, I'm hoping that'll be the case today because this is, again, I don't think being mysterious and evasive about a player's injury does anyone any favors because it does lead, you know, we live in a society where people love their conspiracy theories and people jump to those incorrect conclusions. And in his case, look, he's a really important piece. And let's not forget where they're at now. A week ago, we got Joe Barry up there talking about how it's a champagne problem to have to figure out how to integrate Eric Stokes into their defense when they have Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, and Keyshawn Nixon as their top three corners in the nickel. And now they don't, they 
I don't think Jair's playing. I mean, if he practices today, I'll change my position. But the fact that he didn't practice yesterday and Matt LaFleur's affect sure gave me the impression he ain't playing. So now you, you potentially don't have Jair. And Stokes injured his hamstring for special teams plays into his return from missing almost a year of football. I mean, you're, you, you don't have champagne problems anymore. Mm-hmm. You have a significant shortage at that position. Milwaukee's best right now. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee's best problem. Uh, Jason, what about Aaron Jones? Um, pitch count this week. Is he going to be available? I know he didn't practice on Wednesday. A limited participant yesterday. I guess for a guy that after the Bears game, when he initially suffered this injury, oh yeah, it's not going to be a problem. It's now a lingering problem here seven weeks later. Yeah. And again, you, you know, we look at where this team is at, and and Lord knows that I more than probably anybody else talk about the youth on offense and how that's causing problems. But look, you're not you are not a better football team when arguably your three best players, your three most proven players, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, and Jair Alexander are all missing as much combined time as the three of those guys will have missed or have already missed. And so, look, I I will say this. He did not practice. Aaron Jones did not practice on Wednesday, but Matt LaFleur in talking after practice basically said what I was not expecting, which was, yeah, we're hoping he can go tomorrow and then we want to ramp up his snaps, which is not kind of the approach that I thought he would take after Aaron Jones didn't practice. I mean, he was answering a question about whether he'd had a setback. So they don't, they don't feel he's had a setback. They took it easy on him. He was just sore on Wednesday, allegedly. So again, we'll see what he does today, but you know, that's the thing about the Aaron Jones situation too. It's a little bit like Jair in that, you know, even if he does take part in practice, you still don't know if you're going to have him Mm -hmm. or not. And I think that's yet another thing that is starting to really grate on the head coach. And then Jason, no Luke Musgrave? Yeah, I, I think Matt let that slip when somebody asked him about Tucker Craft and he said, Well, we're gonna need it we're gonna need him to really come through this week. Um and look, I'll tell you what, the other guy that I, I, I am intrigued by, uh I was teasing him uh earlier in the week. I said, Ooh, big Ben Sims revenge game because he was in camp with the Vikings mm-hmm. and they cut him at the end. But I and I'm not gonna put him in your class but he has a little chewy to him. Like he's Slow. a really smart dude. He's got a really bad haircut in my opinion, <laughs> but uh, which also is you. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah I've had some bad chewy. ones. Chewy, chewy. Uh, there's, I don't remember what year it is. It's 96. And I don't, I, I, I don't know if you were at Mickey's the night before, but they, they took their headshots and you bad. seriously, you have bed head. I know. Like you look like you just rolled out of bed. Yes. Well, I, I, Chewy, they should just use the picture that's sitting here to my right. I know. And the, the, I mean, this should be your headshot from now until the end of time. You know, I've, I've, I'm holding up the Chewy glamour shot from the 1997 swimwear line. I mean, this thing's you, you're, the hair is glorious, big guy. Yeah, like, but that was after. Oh, this was the after. Photo, yeah, uh, okay. So. I'm like you, Jason. Between Jason, we just dress the way we want. We do it. We don't we, care, right? Yeah, we're built for comfort, not for yes, speed. Exactly. Uh, but I, I would say this: I, I, it's a tough call between that glamour shot and the uh, painting of Chewy that I brought in that I yeah, bought at Goodwill yeah. a few years ago. 
also a beautiful uh, <laughs> rendering of you. But the, look, the, the 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 thing about Sims is that uh, he seems to be a really bright guy who's picked things up really quickly. He played at Baylor, which is a little different than playing uh, at South Dakota State, which is where Tucker Craft did. I think Tucker Craft, you know, he's he's kind of built like you were. He's mm-hmm. a big, strong, hulking guy. But I think if he was being honest, he would say that he struggled a little bit with the transition from that level of football to this level of football. And now, you know, he's he's been having his snaps ramp up the last couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I I definitely don't think they're going to have Musgrave. So it'll be Tucker Craft, Ben Sims, and uh, obviously your guy Josiah DeGuara that'll have to carry the load. Jason, is Josh Myers really playing the best football of his career? Yeah, that was interesting. By the way, uh, real quick on the tight ends, I I did the calculation last night. So Luke Musgrave, for whatever ups and downs he's had, he has played more snaps individually than those other three guys have combined this season. That's how out of balance they've been. Uh, so that's how much they think Luke Musgrave is special. Uh yeah, that was that. I, I'm not really sure how that happened yesterday with Adam Stenovich, the Packers' offensive coordinator. I, I mean, I kind of wanted to get to. Have you considered moving things around, and have you considered maybe replacing Rashid Walker with Yash? But he'd answered a question about Yash earlier, and I had been the one who asked the question about a month ago, where he just completely crapped on Yash publicly, which was hmm. not expected. So now this now I'm two for two in completely unexpected steno responses because he gave me kind of this non-answer about moving guys around. And then I I just sort of blurted out something about how Zach Tom, when he had to move to center, they had like a big run up the middle and you guys worked them at center in training camp. And that was what led to Steno saying that, no, we're not moving Zach Tom to center. Uh, Josh Myers is playing the best football of his career, which, you know, I guess you could take two ways. You could take that as, Hey, he's really kind of answered the bell and faced the challenge and really improved or how bad must his play have been if this is the best football of his career. Right. I mean, that that's how, when you say something like that, people are going to, if they are negative about Josh Myers, that's how they're going to interpret it. So that caught me completely off guard. Uh, uh, again, I I feel like if you look at the pro football focus grades, which I know are not the end-all, be-all, but uh, Zach Tom is in the 80s. He's uh, the ninth highest rated tackle out of 74 tackles in the NFL. Mm. Uh, Seems pretty good. The other, yeah. four gu- the other four guys, all their grades are in the mid-50s, <sighs> including Elton Jenkins, by the way. Yeah, that's not good. And so that would indicate to me – that they that their offensive line again take that for what it's worth, but it would indicate to me that their offensive line just frankly has not been good enough. Uh, finally, Jason, do you think that Chewy could take all three members of our afternoon show, Kyle, Bruston, Norman? Well, I I know Chewy's a pacifist, so <laughs> take him where. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they, to the Q Club. Yeah, they. I mean, they they were upset by Chewy's take because Chewy said, "Hey, three more games like this, and Chewy would consider playing Sean Clifford." Uh, Kyle took exception to it, got all fired up yesterday while they were at Drink Wisconsin Ablay, and it somehow devolved then into them asking if the three of them could beat up Chewy. Uh, this has some uh, Jerry Seinfeld, George Costanza, <laughs> uh, "Could I beat you up?" vibes. Um, 
Look, I would just say this. If, if, they, if the question is whether Chewie can take them, I think he should take them to go see the Taylor Swift movie, like Paula and the girls and I are doing this afternoon, which I, I'm a little – I enjoy her music. I have never seen a concert film in a theater, and I'm not really sure what to expect. It sounds like all the girls that go to the movie, like they sing along with the songs, and you treat it like you're actually on the Eras tour. Um, I'm a, that is my biggest concern today. Not Chewy beating up Rust, although that would be interesting. Um, I, 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 I'm more concerned about what I'm getting myself into this afternoon. Jen said it was great. She yeah, already saw Jen, it. Yeah, she Jen took the girls. girls. Yeah. Jen took her girls, yeah. really enjoyed it. That was really good. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's helpful. See, news you can use, whether you're listening on terrestrial radio or you're uh, Alexa or on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's back, sure up, and back up and running. Nice. So, Jason, yeah, we, nice appreci- work, we appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, fellas. Take care. Be good. Jason Wilde joins us three times a week here on Jen, Gabe, See, and See, what Julie. you have to do when one guy is taking on three, you don't take on the weakest link right away. You try to disable the guy who is in the middle. I don't know who that is. Okay. Like, to me, Benny would be the weak link because he went to the hospital with two stitches in his arm <laughs> yeah. and took an ambulance there. So sure. I know I'm going to take him down. Yeah. So you kind of leave him. Mm-hmm. But between Nortman and Kyle. Yeah. We'll, we'll dive into okay. that. We'll hear the audio of them calling you out specifically from yesterday's show. We'll do that coming up next. But first, get perked up. Let me tell you guys about Perky's Old Fashioned. It's the old-fashioned mix with the booze. Already inside with brandy, bourbon, and now for a limited time, cranberry brandy options. You can get Grandma Perky's Secret wherever, whenever. Look, these are perfect for really any occasion. And I like to think of it as a perfect drink for football. You got college football, pro football coming up this weekend. Kick back on the couch. You got an old-fashioned to relax. But with the holiday season fast approaching, that cra- fast approaching, that cranberry brandy option I think is going to be a hit, especially if you bring it to your family and friend gatherings. Find Perky's near you by going to perkysoldfashioned.com. Perky's Old Fashioned, locally made, Wisconsin made. Your bartender in a bottle.